You're listening to the Wise Girls Podcast, where we challenge each other to walk in spiritual excellence and be all God has called us to be. We'll share with you some of the ways we've grown and the lessons we've learned along this journey of becoming wise. If you're ready to grow with us, let's go. joined us for another amazing episode as you are aware oh first I have to say thank you for taking 20 to 30 minutes out of your day to listen to this podcast but we are excited we are back with February features if you listen to the other feature this month we had our sis Ayang on the podcast and she did an amazing job with sharing her story and guys let me just tell you Buckle up because some fire is about to go down. Are you guys that's the, that's the engine starting? We, we talked about, we talked about your sound effects. We talked about it. I'm an adamant post. Like, all right, it's no, okay. No. It's gonna sound like an airplane. No. All right. well, hopefully, it sounds better than that. But we are so Listen, excited. excited. Y'all gonna be excited to be on this plane, okay? Because she's about to take us. She's gonna take us. We are just so grateful to have our sis. But sis, before we get into who we have on our podcast, yeah. break down what our February feature is this month. Yeah, so for those of you who listened last uh, last week, and if you didn't even listen, uh, this is my chance to let you know that this month we are talking about No Fear February. And so we were praying and asking God, like, just direct us into the women that you would have, share their story and where they are in life. Um, because we want it to be beyond just to brand eye voices. Like we've always said that we want it. We have a tribe of sisters. We have a tribe of, of, of women that we grow and gain and glean from. And uh, this week, y'all, this one means so much because listen, y'all don't know how long it took for her to get to the podcast. Okay. I've been... It's- I've been praying and yes. fasting and fasting yes. and praying, and yes. y'all wasn't praying and fasting with me. That's why it took a long time, but we finally did it. Well, you, you saying know, that like, your prayer and your fasting don't listen, work? Then. It said two or three, two or three. Because you should three. be enough. You should be enough. But, but we thank God that she we is. have her here she because she definitely booked. Yes, with a capital B. She is. Hey, I see what you did there. She's booked. Hey, we can talk about her book too. Okay. Okay, we get in there. We get in there. We get in there. Okay. I get see you. Just a little disclaimer. But you saw the disclaimer. She can write a book. Listen, I'll give you. Okay, so let, let's go there. Okay. So the person we have coming to the podcast, y'all, is a sister that we have known literally from when we were little girls. Yes. Um, we are third generation sister friends uh, from our grandmothers to our mothers. Now we're friends and it's just been so awesome. She's a, a hairstylist to the stars. She's a speaker. She's a wife. She's an amazing big sister. She's a mentor. An amazing businesswoman, entrepreneur. Listen, And then we get to add author, but we'll get into that at the end. But y'all do us a huge favor and welcome to the Wise Girls Podcast, our sister, DeAndrea, Didi, Monet, McCargo. Like, wait, what else is this? Oh, but God. I'm excited because 
like I said, you all, like, uh, Didi is all of that, but she's also just a phenomenal speaker. And, like, when she shares, it's so genuine. Yeah. It's it's literally from the heart of, of just what God has been downloading in her life. And she's not afraid of her story. That's why we love the Wise Girls Podcast is because we always want it to be raw, real, yeah. relevant, just relatable. Yeah. And yeah. she's coming as raw as she is because that's just who she is. And yeah. she's not going to sugarcoat. She's going to tell us like it is. <laughs> um, and I'm let's just jump into it because yeah. there's a lot to say um, and share. And so, sis, Dee Dee. Hi, sis. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm excited because we'll, we'll definitely talk about the book and all of that. And yeah. I hope we get to kind of weave it all together. But um, for now, because we said that this month we were talking about uh, No Fear February mm-hmm. and just kind of um, – how you need to not let fear stop you from fulfilling what God called you to do. And uh, I feel like it's so crucial now, especially kind of coming out of the pandemic and all of these different things that's even happening out in the world um, of why we need to operate in our full God-given talents and giftings. Like this is, I feel like this is the time now not to stay silent and to be stagnant. And so, uh, yeah, so just feel free to flow. Do your thing, girl. But let's just jump into it with this kind of question. Um, and we'll weave and, and flow. So uh, if you had to look back over your life and just kind of highlight maybe two to three fears that you felt like you've had to overcome to get you to where you are today, mm-hmm. what would those be? So one of the things I struggled with was fear of people, you know, people's opinions and what they thought about me and if I would live up to what everybody else is doing. Um, especially now with social media, it's like people are the measuring stick. And so you measure what you're doing to what they're doing and how they're doing and how fast they got to where they're going. And sometimes when you don't see your life mirror somebody else's life, you find yourself second guessing yourself like, well, maybe I'm not doing it right. Well, maybe I'm not enough. Well, maybe, you know, I don't have what they have, so I'm not capable. And so I found myself in a lot of seasons of my life comparing myself to people and fearing um, what the masses would say about what I was doing. And if it didn't, if my success didn't look like somebody else's, then maybe it wasn't success at all. And so that was a big fear factor Another one was almost kind of like the fear of my past. You know, like a lot of us come from struggle or we've made mistakes. And so sometimes you think your past and your history um, keeps you away from success. It's almost like, well, you fell before and so, you know, you can't can't Mm. do it. It's going to be a pattern. Mm. And so you Mm. hinder and stop yourself from being able to continue going and continue pressing because not... You're not measuring yourself to people, but you're measuring yourself to who you used to be yeah. instead of measuring yourself to who God calls you to be yeah. and measuring yourself to your mm. the potential that's within you. Yeah. And so, again, I'm like a, a season in my life where I was like, well, I failed here. I failed there. I gave up here. I stopped right there. So let me just stay on the sidelines. And I mm. found myself comfortable not doing anything almost just mm. completely stagnant, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even with you deciding, because going into it, you saying that you found yourself on the sidelines and stagnant, um, did you ever believe for something? You get what I mean? And so kind of like walk us into um, maybe uh, what were you dreaming of or deciding that you wanted to maybe obtain or go after? What did you want to go after that maybe you said, okay, Maybe not. Well, for a long time, (laughs) it was nothing. Like, so we're not going to jump into the book, but there was a season, literally, like I can say up until 18 years old, I was, there was no clear vision for my life. Like Mm -hmm. when I thought about what I want, and let me back up. When I was younger, you know, when you were little and people are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you throwing out all types. I'm going to be the president. I'm going to be an astronaut. (laughs) I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the next Michelle Obama, like all these great aspirations. And then you, so, you know, you go through life and then you see that those things aren't happening. Like you're not on the road to that path that you thought you would be on. And so, so that was um, a, a part of my life where I said these great things yeah. when I was like five, six, and seven, mm-hmm. but then life started happening and I was like, wait 
a minute. Mm. Like, this is not, something's wrong here. And so I realized, because fear, one thing fear is, and I believe fear is literally intimidation. Mm -hmm. Fear is, and it changes its faces, and I'll Mm. get to that in a second. Mm. But fear has a way of intimidation, which is if somebody's intimidating you, they're trying to keep you from going or progressing, trying to, you know, tell you that you're smaller than, you're not worth it. And so I found myself with life circumstances like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do again, so I'm not going to do anything, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I had no aspirations. I had no hope. Everybody was literally passing me by. And what changed that was when I got tired of being left behind. Come on. Wow. Like, literally, that was the thing that was like, Didi, like, it clicked like they're not better than you they're not greater than you they're not smarter there's nobody has magic powers where it's like you morph into this you know grand person and you're making all these things happen like we all have equal opportunity but do you seize those opportunities do you take advantage Mm -hmm. of those opportunities whether it's a big opportunity or small opportunity because sometimes your small opportunity is just enough to blow up and be something big but you don't realize that because you don't even take the step right you don't even use what you have you know and so girl i've been saying that for years (laughs) use what you have i love it listen i I mean and we see that in the bible i mean it's not about fear but two fish and five loaves of bread fed five thousand people so use what you and i I actually mentioned that in my book at Okay. No, but it was no, because no. what changed for me was something that I thought was so minor That's... that has become the thing that has given me the life that I have now. Something I thought was minute. It had no effect. It didn't matter. It wasn't as big or as grand. And God was like, that's the very thing. Mm. If you tap into that, that I'm going to use to change the trajectory of your life. Wow. So what were some of those practical things that you implemented to overcome mm-hmm. that fear? Literally, and I know it's cliche because we Christian, everybody like read your word, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I had to do. Yes, because again, um, when you have exhausted all of your efforts, mm-hmm. and not that God should ever be the last resort, you yes. know, we, he should always be first, but sometimes we find ourselves going to YouTube, WebMD, our social friends, media, our best yeah, friend, our mama, going to horoscope, calling a psychic, yeah. whatever you're going to do. Yeah. You find yourself doing that, and then when none of those things work, you're like, okay, God, I think I'm going to try you now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, but that's what it took. It took for me to go to my father after I realized that nothing else was working, mm-hmm. and I was like, God, I need you to make sense of my life. Yeah. I need you to give me purpose, direction, identity, because I'm completely lost. I am in a hole. Yeah. Nobody knows I'm even in a hole. Yeah. Everybody's moving, and I'm stuck. Mm. how do I get out of this and I literally had to make read the I had to read the bible like I watch tv you know (laughs) you watch tv you see these these are real people but sometimes I feel like we read the bible as if they're fictional people like no they're this is not a character this is not this is a real life situation as real as this pandemic has been right now that's how real life was for people like they have flesh and blood and emotions and so if Had I can read, drama, exactly, trauma, yeah. everything. Yeah. So if I can read the Bible and believe their story, then I know that God can make something of I mine. All the mess, all the hurt, all the turmoil, all the, the pain. I know you can take this and make it something for me to believe in. Yes. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's a key part that we have to even focus on is it, it, even when it comes to fear, mm-hmm. because let's, there's twofold because I do want to go back even to you explaining and expounding even on your de- definition of fear. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a component that has to rest in belief, right? Like right. It has to rest in God. I believe this for me, and I know that this is possible. Therefore, I won't let nothing, nothing. and no one stop me from moving forward. Well, okay, so. The opposite of fear is faith. Like, they can't live together. They can't be hand in hand. You either are full of faith or you're full of fear. And one particular story I like in the Bible is Joseph Mm -hmm. because I'm a dreamer, so I can totally (laughs) relate. Like, if you're a dreamer, then you know what I'm talking about. So, Joseph had this dream. Mm -hmm. He saw his brothers bowing down to him, and he, you know, was going to be this ruler. And he spoke that. Mm But he did not dream that he was going to be in slavery and that he would be in prison and that he would deal with Potiphar's wife and all this stuff. And it's like, God, I feel like he has to give us, again, I know the plans that I have for you. Mm -hmm. 
their good and not of evil to give you a hope and a future. Yeah. I think when God shows us something, he shows it to us for us to have faith for it. Yeah. But he cannot tell us the process All to the get pieces. there because right. those things, if he told us, would literally be... keep us from doing it. Yeah. So had he told so Joseph, good. I'm going to make you a ruler and, and people are going to bow down to you, mm-hmm. but to get there, right. I'm going to you know, have your brothers lie and say you were killed and sell you into slavery. I'm also going to have a woman accuse you of, of rape or sexual harassment. I'm also going to have you literally sit in a holding cell be lied to by a man who says he's gonna get you out and he don't and but you're still gonna get there like I'll be like no don't sign me up like (laughs) like don't don't sign me up exactly right like don't sign me up on to the next on to the next you can use somebody else straight up take me off the list cross my neck don't consider me no no consider Joe don't consider me We have faith in be- in the beginning, faith in the end. Once we get there, like okay, God, yes, you did it. Sure. But the fear Woo! is in the middle because it doesn't want us to arrive. Right. It doesn't so want us good. to arrive. So good. I love it. So sis, <laughs> would, would you say? Because I like how you said that it doesn't want you to arrive. Would you say that there's still moments in your life where you do battle this sense of fear? Absolutely. Okay, so earlier, right, I said fear changes its faces, faces, right? Yeah. So, okay, another story in the Bible. I really read my Bible a lot. I read it because I'm trying to find me. I'm trying to find me, right? So, the children of Israel, and it's so funny because they was like, yo, you should have left us in Egypt because you get to places in your journey where you're like, where I've been, it, it, because you're familiar with it and right. it's comfortable, you're like, that has to have been better than where you're trying to take me because I don't understand this. Yeah. But, and so they had fear when they got to the Red Sea and it was so many times where Moses, well, the Lord had to speak to Moses and tell him, tell the people don't be afraid right. because I'm with them. But they got to the Red Sea, he told them don't be afraid. They got in the wilderness, he's like, don't be afraid. They got to the Jordan, he's like, don't be afraid. And so... I'm thinking, like, okay, you cross the red, like, literally, if I saw the Pacific Ocean open up, I would believe God for literally everything else, right? I totally would. But, so they cross the Red Sea, and then they they see God and how glorious he is and what he can do, and then they get to another place where they become afraid again. And it's like, but look what you just came through. But because fear changes faces, like, they didn't go to another Red Sea. You know, but it was something that they felt that was bigger Bigger than them or that they couldn't overcome overcome. that made them believe that they couldn't get through it at all. Forget the fact that I just came through the Red Sea. I'm in a wilderness right now. Or forget the fact that we're we're facing a Jordan and you're saying there's a promised land. But... The Jordan, like, we can't get through this. You know what I'm saying? And so in in our lives, there are seasons where we we are fearful, then we overcome, and then we're um, approached, Mm -hmm. and we come face-to-face with something else, and we're like, oh, we're afraid again. And you would think, well, just look at what you you came through. But sometimes it's not always easy. But when you realize that the root of fear is intimidation, and that's all it is, and it's just the enemy trying to trick you into believing that this is new. No, this is an old trick. This is something you've actually already used before because at the end of the day, fear is fear. Mm -hmm. Fear is fear. There's no real levels to it. We make levels to it, and there it, 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 it is what it is. It's so basic. It's so basic. <laughs> and the enemy think he's doing something and he's and not. using that tactic, but we're making right. it bigger. Because the wow. face has changed. Wow. The face of it has changed. But it, it's Ooh. not it's not what you think. It's almost like, haha. It's almost like <laughs> that's that preacher laugh. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's almost like you know how you um you cast a light to a wall and you make a shadow in the light and it's literally just your hands. Yeah. But the shadow of it, that's why the oh he says um uh yay though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? Yeah. Because a shadow can appear much bigger than the actual. If you really think about it, 
the, the sh- a shadow is literally nothing. Right. It's a reflection, it's but a it's reflection. it's nothing that's tangible. Not it's not like it's nothing yes. nothing of substance, right? Mm-hmm. So, but that's that's what fear is. Like yeah. it it carries no merit. It has no weight. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's something to to throw you. It's an illusion. That's right. It's an that's illusion right. to right. get you to believe or feel that that this is greater than what it is. Yeah. And that's why when God, if you look at scripture, especially in the, with on the children of Israel, or even Psalms, like you said, yeah. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because thou art with that me. Part. And there's so many times where we he, he talks about fear and says, Fear not, because I'm, I'm with, with you. you. Come on, sis. And because faith is we believe in a God that we cannot see, yeah. fear is something that we cannot see it. I mean, we can't be like, oh, this is fear. Oh, that's fear. Because again, it it's, it's a spiritual thing it. yeah. and it changes its, its faces. Face. But God says, I am that I am. So I can change my face too. I can be strength when you need me to be strength. I can be peace when you need me to be peace. I can be your portion when you need me to be. I, whatever you need, I can be. So don't let fear yeah. be whatever it's trying to be in your life because Woo! I am that I am. Come on. Oh my I need water. God. Like, I need some water. <laughs> oh my God. out right now that I feel like so many people just need to let it sit with them right <laughs> but I do oh my gosh this is so good so I want to go back to even when you're saying like they kept forgetting right mm-hmm. that's what I kept hearing when you were when you were kind of explaining the children of Israel and they would face a new challenge and they would face something else and it's like God is like no I'm with you I'm with you and yeah. every time they embrace or face something different mm-hmm. they kept forgetting the God that was with them. Yeah. And so I feel like there's a piece of your journey, a piece of your story where you have to literally remind yourself. Absolutely. Regularly. Absolutely. Like, God, if you did it then. You can do it again. Yeah. And that's why the Bible says now faith is a substance of things. So oh, for it doesn't on. just say faith is because you need faith now, now. and then now, now again <laughs> and then now again. So every step. So at every step of your journey. You are going to need another level, another measure of faith for where you are going. Come on. We, can we just sit in that? I know there's not supposed to be dead space <laughs> on the podcast. But Listen. Can we sit on that for a minute? Because I am, I'm stuck. <laughs> no, I think what we have to even like receive right now is that nothing can stop what God has for you. Like, when he says what he says, and when he says... Listen, Jonah, when he say what he say, Jonah. (laughs) Come on. Okay? You can even use that. Oh. Expound, Pastor. Not... (laughs) Come on, Pastor. Come on, Pastor. Listen. Okay, so, again, like I said, I love... I, I yeah. love finding me in the scripture. And I was, yeah. I've been disobedient. God said, do it. And I was like, no. Nah. You know, pause. But I, I laugh at the story of Jonah because, okay, this starts chapter one. God tells Jonah, I need you to go to Nineveh, Nineveh uh-huh. and, you know, tell the people. I forgot what he told them to tell them. But yeah, yeah tell them that. <laughs> and um, he was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm good. And it says he went down, got on the boat. And people on the boat was like, bro, who... Like, who is, okay, what's going on? Somebody (laughs) done did something. We are cursed. The boat is rocking, and I ain't got time. And so they throw him overboard, and he ends up, first of all, he ends up in a grown man, okay? A grown man ends up in the guts of a whale. But then chapter 2 says, and the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. And when I read that, it was almost like, when I, like, I was just, Cause I'm like, bro, you had you went through all of that just to be back where, where the Lord wanted you to said, be and do right. exactly what He told you to do anyway. So it's like, why are you going to be disobedient? Why even wrestle with a God who has established His word? Mm-hmm. And whether you like it or not, He's going to get His glory out of what He tells you to do. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I just, I mean, yeah, I don't want to be swallowed up. That's just <laughs> all I'm saying. Like, oh, what did you smell like when you got, like, like when he, like, just, like, regurgitated a grown man? Like, what did Woo! you smell like, Jonah? When you, I just want to know. Man. But that's so interesting to me because it almost, 
the thing that I keep hearing is almost like you have to also choose to walk in obedience, Absolutely. right? Because even with Jonah hearing the instructions, he had the opportunity to partner with God in a way to say, God, you know what? Yes and amen. But because of the disobedience, it mm-hmm. did. So it's kind of interesting to me that even on our journeys, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure for you, sis, like, were there ever those moments where you had to say, it doesn't make sense, but I'll still go, right? Like, how did you kind of do the obedience piece? You and know? obedience over fear. Yeah. Because ultimately, he was afraid mm-hmm. of what the people were going to say. say. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. So, the fear of people. Mm-hmm. The right? fear of man, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So how can you kind of encourage or use your own story to talk about, like, the importance of obedience over fear? Like, what does that produce? Yeah, so... <laughs> Is that the preacher laugh again? <laughs> there we go. I'm two. dying. I'm dying. But um, so I'm at a place in my life now where I fear God more than anything else. And not that I'm a, like afraid of God, but right. like I fear being disobedient mm-hmm. because I've seen the fruits of obedience, whether it was my obedience that rendered a blessing unto me right. or whether it was my obedience that and rendered a blessing unto somebody else. That's right. And That's right. we don't realize mm-hmm. the power of one sometimes Mm -hmm. what it takes if one person is obedient and does exactly what the lord told him to do you know like we think of exactly like moses you know he was the one that had to do it but imagine if he Mm -hmm. didn't yeah imagine Mm -hmm. if he didn't imagine if esther wasn't in the position she was supposed to be at the time what would have happened you know and jesus himself had yeah. to yield himself to obedience, even though in the garden yeah. he was in his he was in yeah. his in his, he in his feelings, humanity, he had a, a human, human moment, experience. and he was like, "Yo, I don't really want to do this. Find somebody else. That's my version. I'm sorry, that's my version. You know." But he was like, "Let it pass," and then he thought about. It. He was like, "You know what, God? Nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but your will." Yes. And the power of one man who was obedient. It says, "I." God so loved the world that he gave his only son, only one son. son, to die for the world. the world. Like, billions, millions, trillions of people, have the, you know what I'm saying? salvation, yeah. Have the opportunity to be saved because of one oh, man. No, oh, and so sometimes we yeah. have to not limit ourselves and think, well, I'm by myself. I don't have a team. I don't have this. I don't have that. You don't know what you have Come until on. you actually are obedient in it. Come on, sis. So when you are obedient and you take that one step, on. it basically produces like this ripple effect and you start seeing, oh, this is why I had to go through that. This is why I had to be the one to speak up. This is why I had to leave my family, Abraham, in order for me to become a father of the nation. He said, I need you to go. This is why. And so we have to realize that fear is literally handicapping us and and keeping other people in bondage. Yes. Yes. Not just us, but literally other people will not be free. Yes. We literally were not free from sin until the blood. Until the blood. You know oh. what I'm saying? And so, literally, sometimes all it takes is one. One person to do it. Noah, all Come it took on. was one person yeah. to be obedient, built the ark. Like, right. I told you it was going to rain. Yeah, you ain't never seen rain before. Right. You don't even know what that is. Yeah. But I told you it's coming. Be obedient. Do what I said do. And this is why. And we find out the why later. We never find out the why in the the middle and in the moment. The why always comes in the end. And then we look back and we like, oh, now I get it. Now I see. Right, right. But you you get to see afterwards. You got to believe. In the, in, in the, the beginning, and then you see in the end. Yeah, you know? it's the taste and see. The it's taste the, and see. <laughs> it's like, it's I a need try and prove. You know what I'm Listen. saying? Like, oh my gosh. And, and oh my gosh. <laughs> Sis, because there's so much to expound on this, and I hope this is encouraging your hearts, y'all. Like, to really believe the God that says that he will do what he said he's going to do. If he put that dream, if he put that promise, if he told you, believe it. Like, believe it in the middle. And and and, and refuse to let whatever excuses or whatever, anything else comes against you to stop you. Because God is big. And, and even when you were saying this, it's like the reminders that, God is in the middle of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's with you. And that's what I kept hearing. Like, even all this, literally every story you expounded on, 
there's always that reminder that God is with them. And he shows, mm-hmm. uh, like how you even said, fear changes its face. Mm-hmm. God has to show you. Mm-hmm. He can change too, but he's bigger than whatever yeah. it is you think is yeah. bigger than him. I mean, yeah. look, look at what he literally... did. Like he, he allowed for wow. salvation and deliverance to come by opening up the Red Sea. And then he supplied manna. Literally, they said, what is this? What like is that, it? what is this? Yeah. You know, something that's impossible to for to us, us. Yeah. to us is not impossible for God. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so many times he changes himself because he's God. Yeah. He, he's limitless. He's, he's powerful. Like his ways are not, are we can't even begin to fathom or figure out or calculate. How did you do that? Yeah. But that's not up to us. It's up to us to walk and be obedient and trust him. Lean not to your own understanding. Because if you understood, mm. you wouldn't do it. Right. You wouldn't believe me for it. You wouldn't chase after me for yeah. it. So that's why we literally have to, like, blind obedience. Mm. Kind of like those little trust falls where, yeah. you know, like, somebody literally blindfolds you or turns right. you in the opposite direction and then say fall back. Yeah. Mm. Like, what? Yeah. And I'm always the one that's kind of, like, looking over my shoulder. Like, you're there, right? You're there. You know what I'm saying? Because literally trusting and having faith and belief, it's a hard thing. Yeah. It's a hard thing, but the more you do it, yeah. he says, my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Mm-hmm. You know, so the more you do it and the more you find find yourself walking in obedience, tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. you basically built this resume with God right. of like, I've seen you do it I to like the point that. that I don't need, like you almost start, you stop second guessing. I like that. Cause it's almost like you think about somebody. You think about somebody. It's I mean, not to say we get cocky as Christians, but for example, like a a basketball player who you know has been practicing, and you kind of was winning, then losing, then all of a sudden you just on this winning streak. You almost get like this air about you that's like, nah, like can't nobody beat me. You know, like I got this. Yeah. And not saying that we should be like that as Christians, but there should be this confidence and this godly boldness in us after walking with God for so long and, and having wins with God yeah. for so long that we're like, yeah, no, losing is not an option. Failing is not an option. Because not even when we, me. not Come with on. God, right? Because even when we fall and we fail, we learn a lesson. Yeah. And we learn that lesson, we apply it to our life, and then we still win in the end. So even when I lose, I win. Even when I fall, I get back. The, the Bible says you fall seven times, and but then you, you still get oh. back up. So right. you That's are right. never alone. You never lose. You never, you never truly fall or fail yeah. but if you believe fear over faith that's, that will become your reality is. there it is right right that's the part that would keep you bound once yeah. you, you decide what you come into agreement exactly. with exactly what you choose to agree with determines the course and the actions that you take to follow sis <laughs> guys I hate that this is only going to be, what, like 30 <laughs> minutes or so, but oh my gosh, like I just want, so y'all just know, Didi's coming back. Yeah, for all sure. All right, um, because we can't just leave it here. For sure. <laughs> for sure. We cannot. Like, for sure. <laughs> we cannot leave it here. Like we, sis, we need a two, three, four, like the way this pastor just expounded Not on this the text. Not your hearts like weren't our hearts burning oh <laughs> it's so churchy it's not it's so, so churchy they was they was listen but no honestly sis i'm so excited and I, i'm thankful that whoever's going to listen to this episode right now like you just help strengthen them right now yeah. because i just feel like yeah i'm about to jump <laughs> I can and I will because I built a resume with God. Yeah. And then also because I have testimony yeah. of other people that have gone through mm-hmm. literally what you were talking about. There's countless examples in the word. Look, God has came through. And then we have literal, physical, tangible experiences from people that's next to us, yeah, right? And literally. so that's why I think it's so important for us to share our testimonies and tell it, tell what God has done, what he's delivered. And and even for you, sis, and I want to get to this because this is really something that you had to even come to get you to where you are today. Like, mm-hmm. you had to overcome a fear to become an a best-selling author. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh like, my God. I can't believe it's here. Like, yes, it's literally here. How was that journey? Like, cause it was a, it was a years. Ooh, baby. It was a journey. Here yeah. And even taking in some of the principles that you had to apply and remind yourself to say, God, you said what you said and I can't let the fear stop me. So yeah, come, 
Oh it's my god! Found and, so and yeah, I I was <laughs> I was definitely in fear when I first uh, heard the Lord tell me that I was gonna write a book. I was like, "You are not talking to me," <laughs> and but because I didn't know what to write. But He actually told me in a season again, that same season where I was talking about how I didn't know who I was. I was yeah. empty, but that was my moment to have hope. Right? That was my mm-hmm. dream moment. That was my Joseph moment where like I'm showing you this because this is where I'm, I'm taking to you to. Yeah. You know, and so God told me and he literally showed me that it was going to happen so much. Mm -hmm. So like when I tried to put it down, the burden was on me to get it done. Like Mm -hmm. it has, it has not left me. Cause that's the thing. When God truly calls you to do something, he's chosen you for something, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. that desire, people around you are going to see it on you, prophesy it out of you. And you're going to be like, dang, I thought, I I I thought I pushed it down enough where, you know, it's like, you don't see it. And so I was kind of just tired of letting God down in that area, you know, cause I tried to make other things like make him proud of me in other areas. And he like, nah, but that book though, like I told you, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that book. And so I really got to, <laughs> I got so to, a, to me, hold on. Cause it's like, we try to pass things off. Like, God, that should be good. Right. Yeah. That's like, enough. Right. I did this. And he's like, Oh, so you did. Oh, okay. So you're a guy. It's kind of like, like when your mama told you to clean your room. Right. And you and really it, didn't clean it. You just pushed up right. and you're like, this is good. Right. She's like, right. no, I, I see that. I right. still see that. I need you to do it. Do Man. what I told you to do. If I told yeah. you to fold the clothes, fold them and put them in the drawer. Wow. Don't just throw them in there. Wow. You know? Right. And so some, we do that in our relationship with God thinking like, some this, things are good enough mm-hmm. where he will be like, okay, well, you can, he's like, no, nope, I, I said what I said, right? I said, right? What, I I said. <laughs> what I said. And so I just got to a place where I was just, and again, it was, the people were like, so what's up with the book? What's up mm-hmm. with the book? You should write a book. You know, just people who just didn't know me. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're, and I, I found myself, <laughs> I found myself telling my story not realizing that it was literally doing what God was telling me to write the book for because mm. I can't talk to everybody. I may not beat everybody, but this book can go further than I can. Yeah. So this is why I need you to write it. Yeah. And people were like, you know, are you going to write a book? Are you going to do that? You should write a book. I'm just like, okay, God, I'm going to do it. Mm. And literally, <laughs> I don't even remember talking to this lady. And she was like, so is your book done yet? Mm. And I was like, what? And she's like, is your book done yet? And I was like, no. And she said, the Lord put you on my heart last year to be on a panel to talk about your book. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't remember telling you ever in life that I was, I even had it. Like, what? And so she was like, well, um, like, where are you with it? And I was like, well, and I've been, the name, like, I had seasons where I would write and stop and write and stop. So I got to a point where the manuscript was done, but, like, it wasn't edited. It was, like, almost like I was in the second trimester. Like, you only got a little bit more to go. Like, you almost there. Yeah. And so, um... She kind of really put that that last like nudge Listen, in me yeah. to like be done. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, Didi, it's time. Yeah. And after I told God like, okay, I'm gonna do it. He sent my book coach. He sent editors. He sent like he just lined everything up. Wow. And once when you said yes, once I fully, like fully yes, said yes, yeah. and I was like, well, I said yes, but I said God, give me peace about it mm-hmm. because again, right when you're in fear, you need something that kind of opens you up to say okay i i even sometimes we have to move afraid yeah you know because sometimes even while you're going you're still a little apprehensive and you're still a little unsure yeah but as long taking the step again right like putting on that faith and the more you do it the more fear starts to subside right and so I was just like, okay, God, I'm still not sure how this is going to go. It's unknown territory. I've never written a book before. I've been doing hair 13 years. Got this. Like, I do that. Mm -hmm. I don't do this. But Mm -hmm. God, I need you to give me peace about it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm going to do that. He gave me his word. Again, like that peace of knowing I'm with you. Mm He says, don't be afraid because I'm with, with you. you. Yeah. And so sometimes even while you're moving, even if you're moving in fear, you got to ask for peace. Mm. You got to ask for peace because peace is going to Sustain. keep you yeah. going. It's going to help you get there. Even when your faith 
it's still small. Yeah. You know, he can't. That's, that's why so good. peace that surpasses yeah. understanding. Yep. The peace yep. of God yes. that surpasses. Because if it was up to us to have peace, we would just be doing and nothing would be a problem. Right. But we can't create peace. Yeah. Because wow. if we could create peace, we wouldn't have drama. We wouldn't have friction. So we wouldn't have enemies. Yeah. Stuff, right? Because right. we can't create peace in right. our own in our own power. Yeah. Peace literally has to come from the Lord. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, God, I need peace. And he gave it to me. And girl, why this book? This book was done in two months. <laughs> like done. Wow. What took you? Like what cover, took you? Editing. Cover. What took you twelve Website, years? Like done. Wait, wait, what What's, took you twelve years to contemplate? <laughs> took two months to produce. Wow. But at the same time, the children of Israel, like you, stuck in the wilderness for forty years. Like, Ooh. do you not realize how that close? It was just this close. Yeah. It was around the corner. <laughs> You could have threw a ball to Canaan, but guess what? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I love reading my Bible because I find me in there yeah. all the time. And yeah. it makes it makes me realize that I'm not in this by myself. But sometimes I'll be like, girl, like get it together. Yeah. You over here wasting time, yeah. wasting not just your time, but other people's time because there are people are waiting, waiting on you. you. Yeah. People are literally waiting on you yeah. to do what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. And so... Huh? We are here. Yeah. Like I feel like I can breathe. Yes. You know. So, so you got to plug it. What's the name of the book? Yes. What's the? Huh. <laughs> so the name. <laughs> so the name of the book is Still S T I L L, and it's not like Still Pause, but Still like Keep Going. Yeah. Because sometimes, and I know for me personally, and a lot of other people, you find yourself stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, you you stop living at a point where you were dropped, or you were heartbroken, or you fail. Mm-hmm. And fear took over, but you have to come to a place where however, and God will reveal it to you, Mm -hmm. but you have to come into a place in your life where you realize that you are giving that, whatever that thing is, too much power. Mm -hmm. And there is more inside of you, even sometimes with, you know, your hurt, your pain, your abuse, your struggle, your proclivities. Mm -hmm. God can still work with all of that. Again, finding myself in the Bible, like, God, you use imperfect people all the time. Yes. You don't use people who come from houses and, and money and land. Those are the people in the Bible that I see you humble. Yeah. But you, I mean, the fact that Jesus himself was born in a manger, Uh-oh. no place to lay his head, Uh-oh. and then he becomes, you know, like, the, the son of the world. Yeah. Like, you know, you die for the sins of, of the, the world. world. Yeah. But look at where you came from. Came, yeah. Like, Nazareth was the ghetto, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I mean, seriously, message Bible, message Bible. But I was like, the urban version of the chosen, y'all. But that's where, you know, Bethlehem wasn't Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? Palm you, trees, you know, you're born yeah. with sheep and lamb and, yeah. and some hay Imagine. outside. But, like, but it says even that he humbled himself. But he humbled yes. himself, right? So the the God, the universe, the God of the universe, the creator of all, he humbled himself mm-hmm. to put on flesh. Yep. You know, and to dwell here amongst men. So um, I love that even in your story, you know, that you found how God can use you in your imperfect parts and in the parts that just, you were like, God, what? You can do this, something Mm -hmm. with this? And y'all, when she even says that there's still something for you to do, there's still, there's more to your story. Because sometimes we, we, we literally, again, stop in the middle, right? Because yeah. fear, it, it handicaps us in the middle. Yeah. And I've, I've found women and, you know, I've met women and people I knew around me and they will be like 50, sometimes 60 years old talking about where they gave up in yeah. life. And you can literally see them, you know, wishing they had, shoulda, right. coulda, woulda. I didn't yeah. want to be that woman. Yeah. I didn't want to be that woman who gave my past so much power that I forfeit my future. I'm like, God, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do it because I, I, can, I saw both sides. I saw women who were thriving and flowing and prosperous. And then I saw women who were handicapped and limited and, and bitter mm-hmm. because they didn't make a choice. That's the part. And that's right. what it's that's, literally it's you choosing. You, get yeah. to choose. you choosing faith over fear. You yes. choosing God over the voice of the enemy. You choosing to fight for you yeah. and be a victor and not a victim like it's all in our choices and so I had to start making different choices because I saw myself literally choosing comfortability choosing low-key failure right 
And I couldn't get mad at anybody else. I had to realize, like, I actually played a part in this, and I need to fix it. Right. You know, I need to do my part, which is the possible, because God does the impossible. And it's us partnering with God, working together for his will to be done in our lives. Yeah, that's so good. Sis, you guys get this book. I am telling you. It is out there. We plugged her website in the beginning. We're going to put it in the description. We're going to put it in the comments so that you guys can get this book. Still, there's more to, to your, your story. story. So, sis, yes. before we go, I yes. know we kept you on here long. This I is know, a long but podcast, I, but, but you I guys, hope, I hope like y'all the enjoy preachers it. that say Listen. I'm not going to be before you long. No, bro, you was long. You was long today. But we got to get you. We got to get you before you go because there is more to um, this generation story so i need you to encourage the young girl whoever is going to be listening to this podcast the young man um because there's more to your story too fellas Mm -hmm. um encourage them as we wrap it up as to how to stay in that place of faith and not let fear stabilize them in a in a spot that causes them to not progress to what god has for Mm -hmm. them so um simple i think um and i do this when i find myself becoming afraid or intimidated or threatened i remind myself that fear is not of god mm-hmm. it is not of god and so if you are a person that is finding yourself afraid you have to literally speak mm-hmm. that fear is not of god and then build yourself in the things that are of god yeah. strength is of god peace is of god courage is of god and so I encourage you to find find time, number one, with God. Mm-hmm. Make him a priority because literally you cannot do anything without him. Mm-hmm. And the more you get to know God and his attributes and how he loves you and the fact that he has a purpose for your life, that you are not a mistake, that he, he p- paid for your sins and there is nothing that you can do, say, that he cannot mend or fix. One thing that God told me years ago when I really found myself in a dark spot he said, you may be outside of my will, but you are not outside of my love. Mm. And Woo! that has been, when I started to fall in love with God and how he loves me and how he loves on me, I was like, okay, God, you are good. Whoa. And I, I need you. I need you in my life. Yeah. I need you to reprogram me and change the way I think, even change the way I think about myself. Yeah. Allow me to have the oh mind of gosh. you for me. Mm. So that I can see myself the way you see me. So I can think higher for myself and reach higher. Because the things that are above are the things that you want me to chase after. You know? And so encourage yourself in the Lord. Literally. Encourage yourself in the Lord. What does he say about you? Mm -hmm. And start to believe those things. As sure as you know that your name is Sabrina. Your name is Sabrina. Your name is Sabrina. My name is DeAndrea. As sure as I know that. I need to be certain about that God has a plan for me, that he loves me, that I am I'm beautiful, that I'm precious, that I matter. We have to literally believe those things in a way where when fear creeps up, you're like, no, 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 no. I know who I am. I know who I serve. I know who's walking with me. Mm-hmm. And again, <laughs> if you need more encouragement, <laughs> get the book still because yeah. I, I said earlier today that this book knows no age, no no limits, no it's it's for any and everybody. Yeah. You can literally yeah. find yourself in this story. Yeah. And so get it, be yeah. encouraged. I love you. Yeah. Connect with me. I'm all about relationship and sister. Y'all know I'm yes. I'm in love with this moment right Listen, now. Listen. <laughs> that's why we invited you because, on this. And sometimes we feel again, like when you feel like you gotta do it by yourself, you are afraid. Mm. You become fearful because you're like, well, I'm Who out here I alone. Have, yeah. Who but do I you, have that can believe exa- or encourage uh-huh. me? Mm-hmm. But when you find yourself in community, yeah, because right. there's there's power in one, but then there is power in numbers. And you have to know when to be the one to do it and when to be the one to join in with other people who are doing it. Wisdom. You know? <laughs> More. Wise girls rise. Period. <laughs> and so, y'all are crazy. But I thank God for community. Yeah. And so um, yeah. connect with me. I would love to talk to you and share my story, hear your story. Yeah, share the and Instagram handle, sis. We will put De- it in the show notes. <laughs> yes. DeAndrea McCargo. I'm DeAndrea McCargo on Instagram. And the website is www.deandreamcargo.com. Yes. Uh.
shout out to my husband. Hi, Mr. <laughs> McCarga. <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs> Thank you for letting your wife be on the podcast. We appreciate it. Um, Wow. But even that, that was, oh, girl, listen, we're going to have you back on the podcast. to do a relationship series. Listen, because if you even hear their For, story. Yes. Oh. And if you were after a wedding, let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> but even your husband prophesied to you about Let me tell a book you, my husband prophesied said, to me. This is just a side note. Side note. Side note. For we, those who don't know. Yeah. Years ago. Okay, so this was, oh, my God. Years ago. Yes. I didn't even know this man. Didn't know. I was at a church. Mm-hmm. And he prophesied that I would write a book. Again, that was God. Like, those moments where I was like, nope, nope. That word. You can't get away from it, okay? Whether you fearful or not. Yeah. You you will do what the Lord said do, Jonah. You gonna do it, Jonah. (laughs) You gonna stop being Jonah. Wow. (laughs) Okay? Wow. Just just do what he said. Because the word of the Lord gonna come again. It's gonna come. A second time. (laughs) He gonna say... Now I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. And she said what she said That's on the amazing. Wise Girls podcast. There it is. For tonight, and we are excited, sis. Thanks again. Thank you so. I love y'all. I love y'all. Our sister for life. <laughs> it's not That's like our yes. blood sister. You yes. are just no. This so blood. Amazing. This blood. Yeah. You are just. We're excited. We're Thank excited for I your future you and all the beautiful things oh. God's gonna do. Yes. Thank you. And we want to bless. I, I really want to do this. We want to bless three people. Yeah. Um, I want to do five to, people. Okay. okay. I want to bless five people. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, you, she said what she said. Um, so we're going to in the blessing business. <laughs> no, honestly, um, if you feel like you resonated with the story, or even you feel like you just need to be equipped um, for your journey. I want to make sure that you get a copy of this book. So if you would like it, I need you to comment or on the episode, send us a review, message to Brad and I, whichever way you got to get a hold and say, hey, it is I, it is me. You know, I need that. Um, let us know and we will make sure you get a book. But we thank you so much, Didi, for blessing five beautiful people with this story. And it's going to carry so many, so much further along. So y'all get the book. Follow her on Instagram. And um, we thank y'all for listening. And I do want to leave just with this scripture. It came to mind when uh, Didi was doing her closing remarks. And she, and we're going to do this dismissal. But, um... The benediction. Yeah, the, the benediction. Whole... <laughs> it's all our mission. This, this is our power. We've been chosen. But, um... um... <laughs> Power of power, okay? But no, I do want to end with the scripture, 1 John 4, 18. Um, when you were talking, sis, and you were talking about, like, you had to remind yourself of God's love. And it's it's simple. It's just um, perfect love cast out all fear, right? And so when you walk in that perfect love, which is the love that Christ has for you, you have no reason to fear because love is guiding you. Love is with you. Love has affirmed you. Love has confirmed and will do everything that it said will do. So um, be encouraged with that. If you need a scripture to hold on to, I hope that can be a landing space for you, but also adding other resources, adding other resources um, through books and through this book even, or even just through testimony, connecting with us and um, connecting with people that will help you along your journey. So uh, thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Wise Girls Podcast. This Wise is Tabrina. Tabrina. And our wonderful guest. And Dee Dee. And we will see you all again soon. Peace. If you're interested in staying connected and up to date with the Wise Girls Podcast, simply follow us on Instagram at Wise Girls Rise. Or you can simply follow us on our personal pages at Miss Tabrina J and at Precious underscore Tabrea. We look forward to the next time we get to share with you again soon the lessons we've learned along this Wise Girls journey. Thanks for tuning in.